Yeah. Gary Sharon is, is the guy from Extreme. If that's the what guy was the other guy? About. The other guy, the other guy in, in Extreme. Nuno. Nuno Betancourt. That's who right. I saw. Who I saw play solo up in Boston one time, and he was really good. Uh, he's a terrific guitarist. Hell of a guitarist. Yeah. 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 Hell, hell of a guitarist. Hell of a guitarist. Well, suddenly yeah. you're 60 and and standing out in the lawn with the hose. Right, uh, we ready to do this? Yep. We were going to be live, but Bill screwed up, so yeah. we're not. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Stupid Bill. I don't know why I bother anymore. Honestly, uh, it's Tuesday, January twenty sixth. A uh, couple days after after the uh, the great blizzard of of twenty sixteen. Yeah. How, how are you guys enjoying that down in DC? Because you're you're. you're- uh, I love it. You, I love your, it. Your public transit hasn't started running again. Nope. 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 You you guys are not good at this. Hey, what are you going to do? Uh, you know, I got a little bit of a rant about <laughs> like what do you 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 just brace yourself. A little bit of a rant. But okay, first, first it's on taking pictures. Uh Jeffrey Sidoris in DC, Bill Wadman in Brooklyn, uh podcast about photography ostensibly. Although sometimes we never even get to photography, do it's we? It's true. No. Snowstorms. Yeah. Snowstorms. And I got rush. a little bit of a rant. Yeah. And rush. Right. Snowstorms and rush. Where you all the snowstorms and rush you can handle. <laughs> uh, a little a little thing about Casey Neistat. Okay, first of all, I, I did Casey Neistat. I knew you were gonna bring this up. Go ahead. I did Casey you knew it? Yes. All right. So here's the thing. Do you know where I'm going with it? You don't know. I, where I'm going with I it. know where you're going with it, but do I, really? I, I don't know what your opinion on it is. I have okay. a very strong opinion on it. Okay, but, but go. Here's ahead. the thing. Here's the thing. I dig Casey Neistat. Yeah. And and if if Casey got permission to fly the drone and licensed the Frank Sinatra song and and cleared all this stuff, well done. Fair play. If you did not. And just decided to go rogue and fly a drone in New York City and use copywritten material and drive around willy nilly after the mayor had issued a no travel, like a travel ban. Yep. Then I think that is horribly irresponsible. He should be put in jail. He should have been arrested. And it sends a message to those followers and fans who want to emulate you that it's okay to do this kind of stuff. Uh, okay, I thought you were going to come out on the other side of this, but I wholeheartedly agree with you. I think they should. And then there's a story where a cop came up to them and essentially right. said, "Oh, you know, you guys just, just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. I just have to look like so I'm here, talking to you." No, here's the thing: if the I rules fly, do apply to you, <laughs> yeah. If I fly a drone in D.C. over the mall, I'm going to get hauled away by Capitol Police in handcuffs. Yes, as you should. So, Right. So so it sends a message that if you've got money and five million followers and a YouTube jacket, that you're somehow above. The rules do not apply to you. And I don't I completely really agree. And Casey, I know he probably doesn't listen, but if for some reason you do listen, I dig what you do. I really do. But, uh, you know, I think this was an example of I'm going to do what I want and F the system. Um. And I'm, you know, thankfully nothing happened. Nobody got injured. Nobody got, you know, hurt. But, you know, for those people that that want to be like you, this is this is fuel for them to do what they please, and they're not going to get treated the same way. They don't have the same level of entitlement or the same level of 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 reach 
and and on some level untouchability that you do. Yeah. So again, I I, I love the final product. I love the one with the with the Aladdin uh, uh, on on the on the boosted board. That was terrific. But I, I just question the kind of message that it's sending when when uh, you know I'm going to use copywritten material. If I used a Frank Sinatra song, I would get at the very least a cease and desist, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know that you can claim fair use because, you know, you're, you're a commercial fair fake. use. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, it just was kind of, uh, again, I love, I love what it, what it, what it is and it's great, but I, I question the doing of it in the way that it was done. And again, if you got permission for all this stuff and, and cleared it and made sure it was safe, great, great, love it. But if not, I, I just wonder what kind of message that sends. I, you know, I, I thought that you were going to bring this up. I was looking in the show notes to see if you had added it. And um, I thought that I had, I was, I was not worried, but I was, I, I thought you might come down on the side of like, oh, see, look how cool he, he, he did this thing when no one else was supposed to be doing something. He made something out of a nope. crazy situation. No, I, don't, no, I don't think it was cool because if, and, and again, thank goodness that nothing happened, but if that drone had fallen out of the sky and and hit somebody or yeah. if he had lost control or if so, the jeep had you know any number of things could have happened and again yeah. thankfully they didn't yeah or or if or if one of those giant dump trucks being used as a snowplow rammed into him and killed him and then it's suddenly on that guy's head because this jackass was in the middle of the street with you know no it's ridiculous i a good friend of mine died a year ago riding his bike got hit by a, a truck you know so it's like this stuff happens mm-hmm. um I think it's insane. I think he should have been arrested, but whatever, you know, life is different for the fancy people. Apparently. Meanwhile, Shepard Ferry gets arrested for making art. Did he? Uh, he's been arrested like 17 oh, times. Oh, I thought you I'm meant just, like recently. Just, no, I'm just messing around. Okay. Uh, so anyway, so that just a, a little rant. I'm sorry if I've offended people or if they don't, agree, you know, whatever. That's just my opinion. So it really doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Yeah. I, but can, I, hey, I just kind of went, Really? yeah me too i was just uh, drives me crazy that kind of stuff drives me crazy it's like that that's a very like cool kid syndrome kind of thing to me kind of right like hey i can get away with this because you know i'm me right it's like no (laughs) just because you're the you know quarterback of the football team doesn't mean that you don't have to go to class you know right that's kind of what it felt like um yeah 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 uh well what are you gonna do Hey, uh, so apparently about a year ago, can we can we start with this Matheson thing? Because I think it's kind of cool. <laughs> it's really cool. So Matheson. apparently about a year ago, you and I were pontificating as we do. <laughs> do we? Appar- apparently it's episode 142. Right. And I said, here, you know, wait, can we go to the part and we'll reread it? All right. Yeah, go ahead. Like, like a play? Yep. Go ahead. Okay, okay. And action. Art, photography, music can be appreciated better if they're put in a box for a little while and looked at later. I wonder if there's room for an experimentation to show art now, but instead put it in a box for five years. Even a year. If you shot it but never looked at anything, don't look at it until the following year. Yeah. It sounds interesting, like something Matheson would do as an experiment. And And scene. scene. So this is something that we said uh, on the show and and uh, uh, listener and overachiever Christopher Matheson uh, took it to heart. Yeah. And uh, so he went out last year, apparently on his birthday, January 20th, uh, 2015, and took 
a bunch of pictures. Um, how many did he say? 120 or something like that? Something, something about, like that. Something like that. Um, and then put them away and didn't look at them for the last year. And then pulled them out a year later and looked at them and and edited them down to you know a handful of pictures they put up on this site here in this uh, blog post, which I will put in the show notes. And uh, and he says that it was a really great experiment that 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 he had both enjoyed the process of it, which makes sense because he's Matheson, right? And uh, you know he he claims to to have that his shooting style changed because he wasn't looking, he wasn't chimping, mm-hmm. you know. That that he that he noticed things he wouldn't normally have noticed patterns and colors and and things and so I don't know it's just I thought it was pretty interesting yeah it's really cool it's really um, cool and then apparently he liked it so much he's doing another one next year like he's already shot stuff that he's going to look at a year later nice I have a a, a, fr- a friend named Brian Batcher who does who had a, sh- a website called I keep a diary and uh, he puts up pictures there. Yeah, Brian, I keep a diary. So he he puts up I pictures. Keep a diary? Yeah, it's I, I keep a diary dot com, and I think it's is it is it down? Not Did to be confused with I dig a pygmy. Yeah, I think he may have taken it down, which is annoying. Anyway, uh, it's my friend Brian Batcher, and for a long time he would put up pictures of parties he went to and that kind of thing. But he put them up two years later, three years later, hmm. so that so that so that. You know, what you'd be looking at happened so long ago, it's it's not relevant to the day to day. And you right. can almost look at it as like a historical event in his life, um, which I thought was actually kind of a cool idea. Yeah. Uh, and I, I did pictures. Well done, Christopher. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, very, very cool picture. In fact, uh, my favorite. OK, do you have a favorite of these? Uh, two of them. OK, which ones? The the hero shot that he used with the lantern and the fellow walking away. OK. Love that. And then the, the last shot where we just see the, the in portion of the sign. I like that a lot. Okay. I like the one above the in portion one, the, uh, the, with the, the red, landscape the red with the banner. Red. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think that's uh, I think that's my keeper. Um, yeah, that one. Really and then one stuff. of these ones up top of, of women standing the, the, the lower right hand corner woman standing in the crosswalk with the, uh, with the oh, bag. Yeah. yeah. Kind of looking, just looking down into the street. Yeah. That one's pretty great. Yep. You know, the thing, man, talk about a place that is photogenic. Tokyo? Yeah, I'd like to go. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's pretty cool there. Um, yeah, pretty cool. Hey, um, because we're on this sort of uh, found kick, I'm actually going to move this up. I, yep. saw this, I found this article on, I guess, well, it's on the Washington Post, uh, about a, uh, a photographer uh, named Ron Haviv, who is a, who's like, you know, been around for photojournalist for 25 years. He's been around mm-hmm. everywhere shooting wars and all kinds of stuff. Hi, Ron. And, hi, Ron. Uh, and apparently he, he kind of went through all of the drawers in his house one day and pulled out 262 rolls of film that he had just never gotten around to processing and stuff. Oh, you no know, kidding. Just, oh like yeah. Stuff that he had just found peppered around his house. And so oh, there's some interesting stuff in here too. Yeah. Well, he, you know, he's a serious guy. And so he, he went and got it processed and okay, a those, lot of it's, is it me or these gun runners in Albania remarkably well-dressed? <laughs> I didn't get this one. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, the what? Kosovo guys. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know what it is? It's all about the belt buckle. Really? I mean, it's, it's, it, this are, they look way like cooler a, than you look. They, well, this doesn't take much, but yeah, they do. 
<laughs> I like the one to go up a, up a, up a few. There's the red super red shot of the gang members arrested oh, yeah. in Salvador. Yeah. Um, Man, this is great stuff. Well, yeah, done, so, so he went and shot all this crazy stuff, and then it got lost in the shuffle. And a guy like this, who's been around for 25 years, who's, who shot film for many, many, many years, and who knows, maybe he still does all the time. Um, just some some roles got through the cracks, as it were. Look at this, a- Agassi still with mullet. Yeah, <laughs> was this pre Brook Shields? Uh, I will tell you, uh, 1988 U.S. Open. Okay, so actually, interestingly enough, earlier that summer in July. I served Agassiz orange juice. Yeah. I was a court attendant at a, or did you get served when you failed to bring him his orange juice? (laughs) Yeah, I brought him, I brought him orange juice. I was a court attendant at, at a, at a tennis thing up in Stratton, Vermont, huh? which was sort of like a, you know, precursor to the U S open. And so I, you know, do you need a towel? Do you need a whatever? Oh, it's a book called the lost rolls. Yeah. And uh, the, the, buy this book. the displaced Kosovars living in the mountains, the woman holding her child. Yeah, it's terrific. Uh, yeah. Wow. 45 bucks. That's not a bad price. Yeah. So anyway, I just so I guess this is here's the challenge for the for the for the listeners is that if you were a film shooter. You probably have unprocessed rolls of film around your house. I know that I do. Let's go get them processed and see what we will see what's on them. Could that Great be fun? Idea. Yeah. Because uh, well, this, this guy is a terrific photographer. Yeah, this guy's not messing around. Uh, I will put a link in the show notes. Yeah. Huh. Fun, right? Yeah. I, it, I mean, look, okay. This, this opening paragraph, Ron Haviv has placed himself on the front lines of warfare for 25 years with a camera as his only weapon. His frame of the newly elected vice president of Panama being stabbed and beaten in 1989 ricocheted around the world. With his iconic photo of atrocities in Bosnia, Haviv infuriated the warlord Arkan, who declared that he looked forward to drinking Haviv's blood. Now that's what? a writer. That's a writer wrote that. Well, it, it's, it's it, 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 you know, drinking your blood. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's not messing around. Let's see, declare. That's not like I'm going to spank you or put you in jail. Right. Right. I'm going to use harsh language on you. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to be very, very mean. That's right. Wow. So, yeah. So, uh, A, go check out this post because there's some really great pictures and and I'm sure the book is great too. I'll put I'll find the book and put it in the show notes. Yeah. Good Um, stuff. Wow. Ron. Hmm. You know who, you know who I, you know who, you know who I should add to my list of people to talk to? Um, the woman (laughs) who wrote this article. <laughs> the lost rolls the lost rolls is that a yeah that's good that's a good i like the cover of the lost rolls too it's, it's like it's a, fantastic yeah it's cool yeah anyway buy this. i'll buy this uh episode. it's a new book too so and it's got five out of five stars from three reviews do you trust something that has five stars from three reviews uh more than i trust enough? something that has three stars from five reviews Hey, I see what you did there. Ah. How many reviews do you feel like, uh, do you feel are necessary to get an idea of something on Amazon? You know, it depends. I have, I have purchased things with one glowing review and, okay. and, you know, <laughs> and been very unhappy with them right and now. sent them back yeah, over depends. and I mean, over and over. I again. love reviews. I, I, I depend on, on user reviews much more so even than, than official. And I'm using my, my finger quotes on either side of my mic here. Uh, official reviews. I, I, I prefer 
the users, the the people who are who are spending their their hard earned money and and buying things than I do, you know, maybe commercial reviews. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just it's fascinating. I'll put a link into the, to the guy's new book. Yeah, terrific book. Um, or it looks so like yeah. So I now I feel like I need to go pull out all my old. I I have a roll of, um, uh, Agfa Scala film which is black oh, and white slide film. film yeah that was a terrific film that i shot and i have no idea now it's like what's on it is lost to time like i have no idea what's on it but i think that you can process you can cross process it either e6 or maybe c41 and you'll get not ideal something but you'll get something off of it mm. um so i now i need to uh um I gotta go. I gotta find somebody. I gotta look that up. Yeah, I wish they still made that film. Oh god, I still have a couple roles. It is beautiful. Yeah. Um, there's apparently there was one place in California that um, that still processed it. Like they bought all of the chemicals for it. This was hmm. a couple of years ago. So I, I wonder if that's. Uh, I wonder if that's still a thing. We'll have to look it up. Um, anyway, what else you got? Uh, well, you, we moved this thing from last week, but you wanted to talk about uh, plateauing. Yeah. Uh, which I'm, I'm assuming is different than planking. Uh, yes, although you could plateau while planking. <laughs> could, could you also plank while plateauing? Uh, plank while plateauing. I guess you could if you were you, you were so bored by the plateau you've hit in something else <laughs> that you decided just to do planks <laughs> while you wait. <laughs> All right. So what have you got? How, how have you plateaued? How have you hit a wall? Um, well, I, I mean, I, I think we all hit walls. Um, oh, okay. I thought this was like you, you had something that you, well, I mean, that, that, it, that you it, well, to- I, I mean, I talked about it a little bit last week. It's been really interesting to me. Um, my exercise stuff recently, which is, which is sort of enlightening to my work as well. Just this, this idea that you, you think you can do, a certain amount and you can actually do much more and you, you don't, you don't really realize it until the one day where it feels good and you kind of break through whatever felt like the ceiling of what you were able to do, you know, and, and into another world. I, you know, I was, um, so for example, just the, the quick story of my thing, I, you know, I, I used to do my 10 minutes of rowing and now I've been doing 35 or 45 minutes of rowing in the last three weeks. And I've sort of tripled or quadrupled the amount of time I row. And, now that feels normal to me and anything less than that feels like nothing. I get, you know, it's similar to running, right? I said, Freddie Clark used to run three miles and then he ran 14 miles. And, you know, once you get past it's, it, 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 do you find, you know, you run like three miles, right? It's three and a half yeah, miles. Yeah, I run between like three and five. Okay. Do you find that the first couple miles kind of suck until you get into oh, a yeah. groove? Oh yeah. 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 So yeah. How, and, and, where's your groove? How, how far along until you feel like, Oh, I'm in this, I might as well do another half mile or whatever. It depends on the, the route that I take or route. Okay. Um, because it's quite hilly around here. Yeah. Uh, so if, you know, if I'm on flat ground, then obviously it's going to maybe take a little longer. If I, if I, uh, I'm on hilly ground. It just depends oh, on. So you can get into the groove easier going up hills. Well, I think it's it's amount it's a, it's an amount of exertion for me. It seems to be equated to an amount of exertion where yeah. the sort of endorphins are released, and now I'm now I'm okay. Now I'm in in it. Yeah, isn't that um, funny though? That that for the first ten fifteen minutes that you're like, God, this sucks. I hate this. Right. <laughs> you know, I I just want to stop, and everything in your body is just screaming for you to stop. You know. Um, Anyway, so, 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 
this applies to, I think this applies to photography and art as well. I mean, I think you, you get in a, a certain place where you know that you've reached some sort of plateau and you don't, but that doesn't necessarily, knowing that you've plateaued doesn't mean you know where to go next, I guess is, is part of what I wanted to talk about. I, oh yeah, I agree with that. I seldom yeah. know where to go next. Yeah. And so and, often, and doing the work doesn't mean that you're going to get where you need to go or where you want to go. Yeah. 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 And so sometimes I feel like there are times when I've gotten everything I can out of something, but I keep doing it because it's sort of like, I don't know which way to turn. So I'm going to keep pedaling a little bit. I'm going to pedal slowly as I reach the intersection because I still don't know which way I'm going to turn until I get there, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, almost like I'm going to, I'm going to put it into neutral and let the engine run until okay, so I want to put give, it back in gear. Give me an example of how, of how you see this happening in your, in your, in your work. Um, okay. So the corner stuff that you, uh, uh, do or do not like depending on the day. Um, I, I, I that's, and I think that's a fair assessment because I think you have, you have changed some of the lighting up where you've gotten some really great stuff. Yeah. And I think for a little while you were, you were stuck in this sort of one light, really harsh shadow kind of thing. And, and I didn't like that, but I think, I think the last few have opened up and you've, you've taken on kind of well, a I've different dimension. I've done the dimension. same lighting for probably the last eight months or so, but, but yeah, but, but I, yeah, fair. Thank you. Um, and, but here's the thing. It's like, I feel like I've, I feel like I've gotten out of that, that setup, what I was looking for, which was what, um, which is, which is, which was to, uh, um, I wanted to do simple portraits. I wanted to have them in a constrained space. I wanted to see what I could do within that space. I wanted to use one or two lights for the most part. I use two lights now. Um, one fill and, and, and one beauty dish gridded. Um, I feel like I could take this setup on the road if I had to and take portraits that I, I, I feel like I would be comfortable going in with this setup in a working situation. You know, if, if they asked me to shoot Obama tomorrow, I could bring this setup and feel good about it and not worry about it. You know what I'm saying? That kind of thing. Uh-huh. Um, and so I wanted to get to the point where I was so, so used to taking these pictures in this corner that they became really comfortable to me so that then I could sort of not be thinking about any of the technical things I wanted to get. I wanted to get the motion under my hands, you know? Okay. And so I feel- to, to, using your analogy, are you, are you pedaling more slowly? Are you coasting to see where this is going to evolve next? I am coasting in the sense that I think I'm done mostly doing these corner portraits, although I have a few people that I want to get in here before I kind of really finish that I've been trying to schedule. That's, I mean, scheduling is a large portion of the annoyance of this. Sure. Um, but it's, I, I'm not looking to do anything new here. I wanted, I, I, I have, I've gotten out of this, what I wanted to get out of it, which was a comfort in a, in, in a very simple, very classic, very, um, uh, uh, comfortable me lighting style that I, I was looking to, 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 to refine, I think is the word I was looking for. So, well, and I, I think you have, I mean, like I said, yeah. I, I think the first, the first batch of them, yep. for lack of a better word, I didn't dig the lighting yeah. at all. You know, it was this, this whole like obsession with Caravaggio run amok. But when you when you opened it up a little bit and we could see a little more of the face still giving contour, uh, I, I, I could feel a lightness and I could feel a, a, almost a buoyancy to some of them that I really enjoyed. So I, yeah. I, I, can, I can definitely see a progression 
And I'm curious to see where you're going to go with it. Well, you know, but I guess, uh, yeah, thank you. And I think, but I think the interesting thing is that it's not that it's not where this, it's not where the corner is going to go. It's where I'm going to go next. Right, right, right. right. And that's and, what I and, meant. Right, right. And and so, so, but it doesn't mean that I don't, I guess my point is that I, I realize that I've sort of squeezed as much juice out of this as I can get, or not as mm-hmm. much, but I'm getting to the point where I got to squeeze pretty hard to get a few drops, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's not to say that I'm not going to continue shooting in the corner, have it set up, or when people come over, use it as like a setup that I use, but it's going to become a secondary thing, not a primary thing eventually. Sure. So the point is that I realize that I am on some sort of plateau, but I still don't know where the stairs are to get to the next one, you Uh know? Uh And so I think it's an interesting thing of the the, sort of this um, Schrodinger's period as it were right where where you 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 know you're done but you don't know where to go next you know uh it's kind of like um it's like being in a relationship and you know it's it's not working out and it's kind of over but you still haven't broken up yet you know that sure sure because it's comfortable um i think that there's i think that that's sort of where i am and i think it's just an, it's an interesting place to be because you don't know where it's going to go or or what's going to make you see things differently in, in, in the first place. So this, this weekend, as you know, we've had this big snowstorm and I think we ended up actually getting more snow than you guys when we weren't supposed to. Uh, yeah. Um, you, uh, I read that New York got the most snow on record ever. Uh, it was the most in, sn- in the city, most, most snow snowfall in, the city. in one day, but it right, right, but right. for the storm, I think it was number three. It's the, a lot the, of snow. By the way, just just so you know, like the the winters get really bad when you have this, and then another one happens three days later, right? And then it stacks on top of it, and then there's the really icy hard stuff down the bottom, and you know that's where it gets messy. Um, but but there's so there's this interesting nothingness. So w- what we did this weekend, of course, was watch movies and TV, right? So I watched Spectre, which I thought was terrible. Um, I feel like can can we just can we diverge for like two seconds on on 007? I feel like uh, we can always diverge on 007. What, what, what is it? unless what? it's George Lazenby or Timothy Dalton? <laughs> Which what was the first one of the Daniel Craig ones? Casino Royale. Okay, that one I thought was great. All the ones since it, I have no idea what's going on half the time. I'm like, I have no idea what why he's doing this. Or what the bad guy? I don't care about any of the, the plot points. Like I like the, it, it, none of it makes any logical sense to me. I'm just like, oh, so there's this guy and he hates him for some reason, and then you find out, oh, it's because he once knew a guy who liked him, or he was once the brother, he, you know, his father once. It's like, okay, you do you set this up and you tell me about this three quarters of the way through the film, right as the guy's about to die. Like anyway. I thought that was terrible. However, I watched Bridge of Spies, which I thought was pretty good. Okay. I had not seen Bridge of Spies. Okay. Uh, I won't tell you anything That's about the Spielberg the plot. one, yes? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But, and whatever you think about Spielberg as a filmmaker of originality and whatever it is. I think he's a genius. He is a, he, yeah, he is a craftsman beyond repute. Like, he is just, he's gotten to the point now where his, even the bad stuff is beautiful, you know? Yeah. Um, and this and still not afraid to, to hoist a camera and get a shot, which I know. Yeah. 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 No, no, no. He's like, he's, he's, he's a man's man. You know, <laughs> he's a filmmaker's filmmaker. Yeah. Huge um, respect. yeah. Um, I, I really like Spielberg too. I think, I think that when Spielberg dies, people are going to give him even more respect than he gets now, but whatever, mm-hmm. that's a, that's a conversation for another time. Um, 
But there were some shots in this movie that I was like, oh, I really like the look of that. You know, that, that, you know, whatever, whatever the thing was, the way things were layered, the way the light was, the way, whatever sort of visual kind of stuff that was going on. And I made some mental notes of the things that I liked. And, and in the past, when, when I've noticed things like that, they generally led to a new direction Mm-hmm. For the kind of pictures I like to take. And so it was sort of like it was a few seeds got sown, you know. Well, if 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 you like that, I'm sure you've seen it. But if you don't remember it or you haven't seen it, go back and watch Lincoln. Because uh, yes, it is of course. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. It is it is so just beautifully shot, beautifully lit. It's because Kaminsky's a monster. Yeah. So um. Yeah. So yeah, and 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 yeah, so anybody listening, go watch all these movies. Uh, Bridge of Spies was good, by the way. The guy, the guy who plays the Russian is amazing. Um, and, and there's scenes in it that just, I don't know. It's just, they look, they look like paintings unto themselves, you know, some of the shots. Um, anyway, so, so, so I guess the point is, is that if you feel like you're stuck, plateaued, that's actually a good place to be because it, it, it makes, it, it's like a, it's a realization that you've learned what you can learn from your current mindset and that pretty soon a new mindset's going to come along, you know? So mm-hmm. it's like falling out of love with the person you're with can often lead is, is the first step in finding someone new, you know? Right. Right. So I don't know. I don't know. What do, what do you think about any of that? You got any thoughts? No, I mean, I, th- I, th- I think, look, <sighs> Plateaus and and obstacles are sort of, you know, the, the, the two sides of the same coin. Yep. You know, and, and I think you need each of them in, in equal measure to move forward. Yep. You know, maybe we spend a little more time on the plateau because you're, you're looking around. You're trying, you know, you're on the one and you see the, the other one in the distance and you go, okay, now how do I get there? Yeah. If you even see it. Yeah. You know, and the obstacle, well... A lot of times, uh, speaking for myself, all I see are the obstacles. I don't see what's on the other side. And then when I when I climb over or bust through or whatever it is, there's this whole uh, sometimes foreign land sure. on the other side of it. And I go, oh, OK, now what? Now I right. got to do this. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is this is the whole Tony Hawk thing, right, where he says, you know, if you if if. It, it, learning how to do a trick that no one's ever done before is way harder than learning a trick that you know somebody else has done. Cause you know, it's possible. It's easier to do. Right. But so in this, in this, in your, your sort of little visualization, it, you know, you, other people have probably been to that foreign land on the other side, but oh, sure, unless, sure. unless you've seen it, you can't understand, you know, it's all new to you, you know? Right. And, and that's, right. what's kind of cool about it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It's just, it's, uh, it's, it's a thought. And I, I just wanted to see what people thought about it. If anybody, yeah, had any thoughts. right in uh podcast at on taking pictures.com. Uh, and if, and if you would be so kind, if you are plateauing and you have some visual examples of that, send them in. We'd love to see them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or if you're, if you're, uh, in the midst of, of a minefield of obstacles, send those in too. Let's, let's see if we can work through them. Yeah. Minefield of obstacles. <clears throat> That's a good one too. What? <laughs> Minefield of obstacles. I just said that? Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Go team. <laughs> I just said mindfield, which is actually even more interesting. Mindfield. Oh, I like that. Like mind crime. 
Yeah, Minefield of Obstacles. Which is a great record. Operation Mindcrime? Operation Mindcrime. Queen's That Reich. was Queen Reich's second record. It was a fantastic, I saw them, I saw that record. That was a fantastic record. I, you know, between that and Rush, we really have you pegged down to the kind of music you like to listen Although, to. Although, you know, I will say it's a little disappointing that Jeff Tate named his new band Operation Mindcrime. Oh, he did? Yeah. Why did, why would you do that? Well, because he basically got kicked out of Queensryche. So he's like, screw you. I'm going to name it <laughs> something similar. <laughs> right. Why would you do that? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I know I was gonna, kicked out of yeah. your band, Billy, but I'm going to call my new band Piano Man. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> Neil Peart's starting a new band called Rushed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where he plays all the Rush stuff, but just a little faster. <laughs> right, right. That's right, that's right. Okay, back on track. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Yeah, good. Uh, everyone else is going. Why do they always do I know. that? Oh, it's always, always with the Russian weirdos. Jesus, <laughs> we get it. We get it. Prog uh, rock, we get it. I'm actually uh, not a huge fan of prog rock in general. Eh, so I'll give you that one. Depends on the band. Depends on the band. Yeah. Hey, by the way, I wanted to mention my my uh, Heather's cousins were in town the other day, and we went out to dinner. And it was on Friday, and they were going to ended up staying all weekend because of the snowstorm. They were kind of snowed in. Yeah. And so on Saturday, they, they ended were up not being able to leave. Yeah. So th- they were really excited, though, because they thought they would be able to go on Saturday morning and get rush tickets for Hamilton and see it because no one could get into town to see it. Because they don't cancel Broadway shows usually until there's like an emergency or some like really serious reason. And all of Broadway shuts down. Well, they ended up canceling. Oh, like as they were in line to get rush tickets, they canceled. (laughs) And I want to see that show. Their one chance. I know. Um, Yeah. So they ended up up throwing away their shot. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) You like that? Did you enjoy that? I did. I hope you really enjoyed it because everyone else is rolling their eyes. <laughs> everyone who knows the show is rolling their eyes. Uh, all right. What else you got? Um, I think you did you put this in Instagram or did I put this one in? I think I did. Maybe we both saw it, but I, I dig this. Uh, the, the, the It's on Artsy and the title of the article is From North Korea to Baltimore. Instagram is fostering the next generation of photojournalists, something which I, based on the, the, the small group of people that I follow, wholeheartedly agree with. I, I am seeing, I see fantastic work on Instagram. So yep. I think, I think. Uh, not not just because I see fantastic work, but I, I think that the 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 naysayers really are going to have a hard time denying that that it has become a platform for terrific photography. I mean, granted, it's a thousand twenty four by whatever it is. But- In some ways, that's my biggest problem with it is that okay, if it's going to be this serious photographic tool for sharing stuff, whatever, then why not make the images big enough that it can be an archive of those images off these phones? You know, well, uh, maybe, maybe the reason hmm. have an Instagram pro account. That's a buck a month that, you know what I mean? Let's us well, upload 2,400 pixel versions for, for, cause how many of these people, Oh, uh, some guys out in Guyana and he takes some crazy picture. That's like this big deal. And then his phone gets busted and destroyed. And all he has is the version up on Instagram. It's a thousand pixels, you know? Yeah. But it's it, the, the other side of that is if you put up, 2400 pixels then is is there a greater chance for 
uh, infringement, abuse, theft, that kind of thing. It's still because illegal it's whether a, yeah okay yeah sure. I know, but you're not going to make a, a okay. Well then then have a version that you know it puts it, you it archives a larger version and shows you a smaller version or something. You know what I mean? I, that I, I, that I would, would think is, would be cool. I guess I'm just saying if this is going to be the mode of communications, at least let me zoom in on pictures, you know, because mm-hmm. <laughs> a, a picture that's two and two and a quarter inches diagonal is not big enough for me to really see what's in it half the time. Sure. I don't know. That's just my point of view, but anyway, go ahead. So yeah. Well, so Point all, you know, all this to say is there are really some fantastic, uh, not just photojournalists, but but photographers that are that are using and sharing work on Instagram. Yep. And this article uh, by uh, who is who wrote this? Did Molly Molly Gottschalk wrote this? Um, who I've actually read a few of her things, and she, I like her writing. Um, Often, when disaster strikes, the first witnesses will be amateurs, says Olivier Laurent, editor of Times photo blog Lightbox. Yep. Traditionally, you have to get a third-party photographer that is not embedded in a community to show up when something bad happens. But with a new band of iPhone-wielding locals, the opportunities for capturing these first crucial moments of any news story have expanded exponentially. And while this is sort of uh, you know, the, the, the bane of, of much of the photography world and has been expounded upon— Well, especially you know, for the photojournalist world, mm-hmm. which we'll get uh, into in the other article, but yeah— it, it is it is the reality of it that mm-hmm. that often the and, and I think the first one that I remember may have been something before that but when uh when the storm happened and it was the cover of Time magazine of the uh the uh the Coney Island roller yep. coaster out in the water yeah yeah uh, wasn't the, was it Coney what, Island no I think it, it was Asbury or somebody it As, was not okay. Asbury it was somebody or somewhere something like that. Yeah. or it was someone on the scene with a phone and it ended up making the cover of Time magazine yep uh and i i think that that this whole idea of citizen journalism while while uh, i guess you could argue that it's taking jobs away from a from a communication standpoint to me is wildly exciting um i think it's wildly exciting i just hope that it's not to the i i wish that we could have both because while i think that a, a, a bunch of amateurs out there shooting when they see stuff is great and they can be places that a lot of fancier photographers can't be all the time Mm -hmm. um i you know i rewatched um uh war photographer that documentary about uh james natchee natchway natchway is that what it is um the other day and it's like well that's something slightly different than a guy walking around taking pictures with his phone isn't it you know, like so th- that some guy walking to work sees some guy get stabbed by police. The stuff that that James was doing was is is a little different than that. I wish I I hope that we could have both at some point. You know, as mm-hmm. opposed to a million different scenes happening shot by a million different photographers, seeing a handful of things shot by a single photographer from a particular point of view is a very different thing. Sure, sure, um, and and I hope that one doesn't kill the other. I don't know. I don't know how much hope there is to do that, but that, uh, there was that's a, my a, hope. The, the end. Let's see. Um, uh, okay. The, the photo ag- the photo agency of the future, a hive mind of eyes and ears around the world is a quote uh, that, that uh, oh, let's see. Kuriyama. Who is this? 
Who is Kriyama? I forgot who he is. Mm. Yeah, what do you got? Let me open the article again. I was, I, I was. Yeah, I can't it. remember his role. <clears throat> okay. Uh, anyway, the, the the point is that that it is this sort of worldwide agency without being an agency. Yep. Yeah. Um, I mean, it is. It is. Uh, it's. It's. <sighs> crowdsourcing photo news, right? Yeah. I mean, and there there are guys out there who have a lot of followers who are doing it in a more, uh, in a manner that's probably at the level of the guys who were doing it 30 years ago, the guys and gals, but somehow, <laughs> but they're probably getting paid less for their images now. <laughs> right, right. Um, so yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, well, here this this locks in. Okay, with, so he's just he's one of the photographers. Teru Kuriyama is a, is one of one the photographers. Of the photographers. I, I was under the impression that I misread he was like an Instagram person. Yeah, no, no, well, no, I, I I thought he was with one of the agencies, but I misread that. <clears throat> well, um, terrific work, though. By the way, there there this other article that I think you put up uh, about this college kid who takes lots of pictures of politicians. Gage Skidmore. It is a pretty cool name. Cool kid. He's going to be cool just because of his name. Uh, apparently is taking pictures of a whole bunch of political people and puts them up on Flickr with Creative Commons license. Right. And so they end up getting used by all kinds of manner of news agencies and and uh, uh, political campaigns. For example, the picture on the Trump homepage is one that this kid took. Um, yeah. Here, when Skidmore learned that Ron Paul's son, Rand Paul, was running for the U.S. Senate in nearby mm-hmm. Kentucky, he jumped at the opportunity to photograph him throughout the early months of 2010. He convinced his parents to shuttle him between states to more than 40 speaking engagements. In his pursuit of Rand Paul, Skidmore inadvertently snapped photos of other attendees, Rick Santorum, Michelle Bachman, Rick Perry, all future presidential candidates who were relatively unknown at the time and for whom very few free-to-use photos existed. Yeah. So, I mean, this guy's created this little mini empire of, of creative commons photos. Yep. Yes. Um, and a lot of people have pointed out like, you know, okay, so is this a good thing? Is this a bad thing? You know, or is this just a thing? Um, there's a couple comments down the bottom. Uh, he did an interview with, uh, on the web here and a bunch of people commented and, and somebody said, yes, yeah, Skidmore is doing something horribly wrong. I hate to break it to you, but his photos really aren't that great. They're what you would expect from a 19-year-old who knows how to use a camera. Specifically, Skidmore's photos are just good enough for news outlets to justify using them because they're free, period. I can guarantee you that if Skidmore would charge what professionals charge, he wouldn't see a dime because his professionals take much better photos. As Kerry said, he's also shooting himself in the foot. Only when someday he expects to make a living off his photography, actually sell his images, will he learn why. I mean, really, uh, just try to work for somebody for free and then tell them you expect to get paid. Uh, then you'll shop around for so- they'll shop around for somebody better. It, 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 and but he says I, I'm not looking to do this as a career. I, this is my hobby, and I'm going to give away these photographs for free. I'm going to go into business or whatever he says he uh, wants to do. Um, how do you feel about this? Well, I mean, I don't I mean, know. This, this guy's I mean, right. I mean these these are not like amazing photographs of these no, people. No, but nor they're are guys- they meant to be. They're not. They're not studio portraits. They're right? they're no, they're. No. they're- roadshow photos yes but you and i have both seen roadshow photos of that that pete souza has taken that are different than this correct sure sure uh i guess my question is do people care 
or is or is a picture of Bernie Sanders at a podium to 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 for for all intents and purposes the same picture you know i don't know i mean i can see both sides of it i can see that there's a little sour grapes it's like you know when you guys were chasing around the front runners you know he's snapping photos of these folks who were at the time relatively unknown yep i don't know it's tough i mean is if he wanted to do this as a career would he be hurting himself yeah probably yeah maybe i don't know yeah is he is he hurting the rest of the people i guess is the question well, uh, if if their photos are so much better and they warrant the money, but they're still not getting the money, then what does that say? Yeah. Yeah. But if somebody says, I need a ride from here to JFK, oh, I can get in this guy's junker or I can pay $20 for an Uber. A lot of people would just take the junker because it's, hey, I'm still getting there. You know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, they're, they're, one of the example photographs that they use is on the cover of, of Trump's website. Uh, yep. And yeah. it's, it's him doing the, you know, the sort of peace sign. Yeah. And, you know, I don't so, think it's a particularly good picture of Trump though. Okay, fine. It's, it's not, a, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm, I, uh, as an aside, I think it's interesting that Trump chose that picture. Cause I don't think it's a very good picture of Trump. You know, that doesn't, that, that picture, I, I don't look at that picture and think, wow, Trump really, that he looks, you know, de- commanding, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Well, it, it's yeah. Okay. It's, it's not. A terrific photo. You could say, well, you know, the white balance looks off or or there could be a reflector under the eyes so he doesn't look so menacing, whatever. But the fact that this guy is creating this body of work and such an enormous body of work, I, I think that at least deserves some some, you know, attention and congratulations for doing it. You know, if for nothing else, the doing of it. OK. All right. Yeah. You know, is it is it taking money out of the hands of other photographers? Well, maybe. Yeah. Does that matter? But, you know, that's that's <laughs> did did Walmart take money out of the hands of mom and pop shops all across the nation? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You but know, Walmart we, we, was at least yeah. making money. <laughs> they weren't yeah, giving their stuff yeah. away for free. Yeah. But I mean, the end result is to your point that you that you made just a minute ago. If if I can get a passable photo for free. Yeah. But you know, you're going to charge me $5,000. Yeah. I'd charge you know. more than that. Well, <laughs> and I'd pay it, mister. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, uh, again, I think, I think the story is interesting that this, first of all, that, the, that a, a then 14 year old took such an interest in politics because yeah. i think that's where his interest was not in the photographs the photographs right. seem to be a byproduct of being interested in politics yeah he was somehow fascinated with the idea of of i don't know i guess going to this place right uh, and going to see these people yeah yeah uh, statistically if you look at it, his Flickr account has been linked to 30 million times google image search turns up close to 500,000 results yeah just as everything else aside just as a body of work that's pretty impressive yeah. That in over the past six years, Skidmore has posted close to 40,000 pictures of presidential candidates and Hollywood celebrities. Well, I haven't even taken that many. I mean, I don't know a lot of people who have taken that many. <laughs> it's true. Let alone, yeah. you know, gone through the selection process and posted them. So, you know, I... I, I Kids I, machine. I, yeah, I mean, I tip my hat to him in that respect. What it's going to do for the, for the industry at large, I'm not qualified to answer that. I don't right. know. 
Yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 an interesting thing in the same way that the Instagram stuff is interesting, right? <clears throat> mm-hmm. That 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 this was I think something the intent is different though. I think the intent is different. How do you mean? Well, it, it, I I don't I don't think that that from reading this article, okay, and, yeah. and strictly from reading this article, it doesn't seem that Gage is is thinking in terms of of art or emotion or connection it seems like he is documenting what he sees and you don't think that that's true of a lot of the instagram people out there um i think i think it is true that they are documenting what they see but i think it's from a specific perspective hmm. i think i think a lot of times there is there is a sort of gravitas given to composition and and situation and i don't think that based on the people that i follow anyway they're not all just sort of running and gunning right okay whereas i think a lot of these photographs because of the nature of these tours and you've got such a such a slim opportunity to even photograph these people it is a lot of running and gunning and you get what you get yeah sure whereas uh, some of the some of the more engaging or compelling work that i've seen on instagram there is some setup involved. There is some 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 uh, thought and intent considered. Yeah, true. Okay, fair enough. But I don't think that that's true of all Instagram accounts. No, 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 no. no nor am I saying that. Nor yeah, okay. am I saying that. All right, fair enough. Yeah, I think I just it's interesting. The um, I mean, the idea that some kid can go shoot a bunch and his pictures end up on the Trump website you know when he's 20 he's 20 how old is he now this was uh 19 19 isn't he is that he was that what he is okay um you know a 19 year old kid takes a picture that is the hero shot on (laughs) it does say something that a multi-billionaire wants the creative commons free image for his website (laughs) doesn't that tell you a little bit about donald trump people (laughs) no comment uh oh 22 years old now 22 okay yeah 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 um i wonder if he'll get bored of this as he becomes an adult who has a job and stuff i mean okay how is this any different excuse me yeah how is this any different um what is the guy's name that they did the paparazzi documentary on Uh, oh um Yes. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah, sure. Well, how uh, is it different? The guy that shot famously shot Jack, uh, Ron Galella. Yep. 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 So Ron Galella, how is this different other than uh, take the monetization out of it? Okay. Because Ron is selling his work, but, but in terms of just being in the same place, being in the same space, you have moments, seconds sometimes to grab a particular photograph how is this different? Um, it's not, I guess. Is, isn't, isn't, isn't I guess Gage there are probably in some a, way a, a political paparazzi? Yeah, sure. And But I, th- I think there's probably a hundred times more cameras at these events than there were 30 years ago. You know? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. sure. Um, and I think, that, I think that that's part of it. There, is there, it's funny, there's a, there's a scene in Bridge of Spies where they, they come out of a courtroom and <clears throat> there's all these news guys taking pictures and they're all using like speed graphics with... Uh, 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 the flash bulbs. Oh, nice, nice. Like the a little. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know what's going fun, on? Fun. And then they cut to this shot from the floor of them walking over all of the disposed of flash bulbs and breaking them on. The oh, moment. is it in slow mo? 
Um, no, but it doesn't need to be because it's just mm-hmm. beautiful. It's just beautiful. It's like this backlit shot of a like a pile of light bulbs essentially on the ground, and they're just like breaking them as they walk over them. Wow. Um, but but I mean, so so it's you know in in that sense it's different. And I, I guess I mean that's a that's a question, a bigger question for another time. Is there is there something about the ubiquity of photography that really does? lower its value you know mm-hmm. so the fact that there are 200 photographers at one of these things instead of 20 photographers at one of these things m- mean that the pictures that are taken by those 200 photographers are valued less than the ones that were taken by 20 photographers 30 years ago yeah sure I, I, and and i f- th- there's something about it that feels like there should be in the sense that, especially like these kinds of guys, these political people who are getting their picture taken a billion times. Yes, you you took pictures of Hillary Clinton from 30 feet away with a 200 millimeter lens, right? But so have 15,000 other people, mm-hmm. right? Sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So at a certain point, it's like there are hundreds of thousands, if not millions of pictures almost exactly like this all over the place. So it's like, so there's really nothing about this that makes it special or unique in any way. So then why is this, why is Gage, to use that example, why is Gage being singled out? Is it, is it because of the quality of his photographs or is it because of the model that he's using to put them out in the world? I think that it is, I think it's the, that his, his photographs are of a, a high enough quality and the fact that he has them all in one place and he has a Creative Commons license on them. He's basically set up a big giant trough of photographs that all of the political piggies can eat out of. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, here you go, guys. Right. <laughs> you know, like that's, you know, that's basically what he's done. Right. He's put it. He's he's created this like one stop shop for, oh, I'm working on this campaign or I'm working on this story about whoever Rand Paul. I need a picture of Rand Paul. Oh, uh, well, we don't have time to contact that photographer or to buy one off of Getty because we don't have the two hundred dollars for this little article that's in a blog post on something. Um, so we're just going to go get Gage's picture, you know, which is fine, but, it, but it, but it, it does it, it, I think that the, the situation, the way he has it set up props up his work and his images and, and his whole story. That's a far more interesting, interesting thing than him taking the pictures is how he's disseminating the pictures, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. It is. It's interesting. Where'd you find that one? I mean, I know price economics, but did you bump into it somewhere uh, else? I don't know. It was probably in one of the feeds that I read. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Maybe. Um, I don't remember where it popped up. We, uh, um, I just have one last one. This is, <clears throat> this is interesting. Uh, oh, shoot. I can't even get to this now. Can I get to it uh, from a, a, what's it called? Link? Oh, Maybe. are you really? You gotta, you've got to subscribe to the Telegraph? Uh, I must have read this on my phone where I could apparently read this article without it. Or maybe you can only read it on the first day. Huh. Anyway, it was an interesting article uh, about – I'll put a link <laughs> it's, in the it's show an interesting notes. Art, a link that you cannot go to. There was, there's a girl who apparently is like the new hotness for um, – is getting all kinds of notice for her – her uh, self portraits on Instagram. Okay. And, and they're largely of her in somewhat naked, but not necessarily completely sexualized versions of herself kind of dressed up and all this kind of stuff. And she's getting all this press. And I was like, this is just Cindy Sherman of the next generation. Right. I mean, like literally is what is her name? Cindy Sherman. Well, name? I can't, <laughs> I'd love to be able to tell you what her name is. <laughs> Let me see mm. if I can uh, find it uh, via Google. Let's see if Google will give it to me. 
Uh, her name. Uh, nope, I can't even get to it. Oh, that's so annoying. So we're going to talk about something that you. I can't guess we see. can't talk about it because I can't. And get to it we anymore. don't know her name. Well, I would love to ah, look at it on your phone. Can you look at it on your phone? Yeah, let me see if I can get to it on my phone. All right, you got anything else before we uh, get to our? uh, We have an assignment while I'm looking this up. Uh, Hold on a second. That's really weird. Oh, wait, you know what? Here, here, here. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. What what are you Um, doing? Hold on. I'm going to use a little CSS magic and see if I can hide the paywall. CSS magic. Uh, Display none okay good 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 and aha i can get it on my phone her name is amelia ullman yep amelia i was just gonna i just hid the hid the paywall (laughs) so i could see it she's argentinian born a-m-a-l-i-a-u-l-m-a-n you know what's genius uh jeffrey it says in april of 2014 a young argentinian born artist called Amelia Ullman, uploaded an image on her Instagram feed. It, con- it consisted of the phrase part one in black right. letters against white, accompanied by the enigmatic caption that read excellences and perfections. Right. <laughs> okay. So here's an article on, on, uh, this artist got 90,000 Instagram followers with photos of a fake lavish lifestyle. Yeah. Now, do you see the, do you see the pictures that she's taking? I mean, they're yes. very, it's, it's, it's like sexualized Cindy Sherman to me. Uh, I, I, I think it's more sort of basement Lady Gaga. Okay. <laughs> basement Lady Gaga. <laughs> you know, like the Woolworth yeah. version of Lady Gaga. Uh, that's pretty good. <laughs> right. But, but it is interesting. Like, like there's, there's no way that if Lady Gaga were going to shoot a fan of money, that there would be twenties and fifties in there. Uh, uh-uh. uh, <laughs> uh, uh-uh. uh, when, when you shoot fans of money, what, what, what bills are in yours? Oh, there's no bills. I don't I, paper money. No. I, yeah. 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 Stacks of coins. Yeah. You're just. <laughs> Stacks of coins. I thought you were going to go for like bearer bonds. Like it's like some scene out of Die Hard or something. That's, that's right. <laughs> Ruples. Stacks I, of- I, I, I love whenever they use bearer bonds as the MacGuffin in a movie. Right. It's like this piece of paper is worth $16 million and here's a stack of them. It's right. like, wait, how does that work? Where do you bring that to get money? I don't understand I, how that works. I don't, I don't see her as the new Cindy Sherman. I think, I think the, the existing Cindy Sherman is just fine for me. Thank you very much. I completely agree. I guess my point, my point being is that people are hailing her as this like artist because she's creating these tableaus using herself. It, it, you know, it just, it's like, okay, this has been done before. You know, we've seen this and, before. And done well. Yeah. And, and, and I guess my question is, if she had taken these pictures... And instead of using Instagram as her thing, only put them up in the Gagosian gallery, do you think that we'd view it any differently? I wouldn't view it any differently because I still don't think they're very good pictures. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't think they're very interesting. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't. This I am not her audience. I'm sure that, that 90,000 people will, will disagree with me but I, this is this is there's why so much more interesting work out there. Yeah, man, you and I are actually officially getting old. Do you know that? <laughs> no way. <laughs> we just uh, we're getting we're, we're 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 getting better with age. We're improving. Right, we're right. I was going to use the word ripening, but that's not the word. Oh, that's not a good one. 
Uh, it's kind of funny. Um, all right. So how do people do with interest? It was intersection, right? Intersection. I don't, you know what? Think of a new one. Cause I don't have one for today. I, I have well, somebody been, uh, actually suggested signature, which signature. I think is kind of interesting. Cause you can go a lot of different ways with signature. What do you think of that? Uh, signature. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, I'm more concerned that Adam Benzlev is, is wearing an OTP t-shirt and carrying a mammoth tusk. Well, you know what? Um, Adam, yeah, that, that is kind of insane. Where did you get a mammoth tusk? <laughs> no, the better question is, why don't you have a mammoth? Tusk why, that's Jeffrey? right. Why don't, uh, <laughs> uh, Hey, you know, this picture that Andrew Shields put up of, uh, some guy in front of a car, he kind of looks like it could be you. And it looks like I could be peeing on the car. Doesn't it look kind of like you from the back? Although my hair is a lot longer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now it is, Waylon. <laughs> Waylon? Waylon's like too short for you. You're, you know, you're kind of Waylon. I think Jennings. Oh, <laughs> I think did you just really call me Waylon Jennings? <laughs> Wait, can I sing the Dukes of Hazard song? <laughs> I know it. Don't think I don't. Uh, I'm kind of worried you're 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 approaching poison territory, though. That's that's you're poison. getting into CC Deville territory. Oh, CC Deville. Yeah. You know, "Talk Dirty to Me" is still a really catchy ass song. It's a they they did a lot of hooks. I mean, I'm you know catchy, catchy of all catchy as all. Uh, anyway, lots of uh, cool intersection shots. I love uh, David Gardner's shot of the park bench. Of the park bench and the shadow on the snow. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, lots of really good stuff. Um, yeah, look at, that look is at Florian's picture of the intersection, like, with, with its, what is this, a multiple exposure of the sky, and then he rotated it and then shot the sky again. Do you see this? With the cranes? No, 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 no. It's it's right the after crane the crane shot cra- is really cool too. Yeah, it's 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 right after the cranes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I do see that. Yeah, intersection of horizons. Yeah, look yep. at that. That's cool. Wow, intersection that. was a good one. It's interesting. Martin Rotz did a similar kind of thing with the sort of multiple exposure. Oh, his is a reflection, but it looks kind of like a multiple exposure. Yeah. Uh, Peter Gaze, Peter Geyser, Geyser. Sorry, we got corrected. Yeah. It is Geyser. Peter Geyser. Uh, good shot, Peter of of. Uh, the intersection of sun, trees, and snow, like that. Look at that one of Mitch Sevier with the with the the uh, the ice on the sort of screen window. It's beautiful. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. See, this is a good one. Intersection. Hey, I didn't put it in the show notes. Yeah, Scott, but uh, and it has it has nothing to do with still photography, really. Um, but if you want to see a really cool video uh terrific effects uh, very well done um chemical brothers and beck did okay. a new video for a song called wide open that is just superb chemical brothers and beck i will find it yeah yeah i dig the song but the video is really fantastic whoops that's not it uh I got it. yeah on youtube it's wide open featuring beck yeah, it's it's really well done. It's a it's a single dancer in a warehouse, but the effects work is so seamless and so spot on that uh, I think you're really going to dig it. Oh, that's freaky, right? That's a little that's that's disconcerting. It's it's sort of like this ex machina kind of. Yeah, that dance. that gives me. Um, I have that weird holes thing. What's the thing called where you don't like holes? Holophobia. No, there's uh, yeah. There's, there's, there's a, there's a phobia of 
Hold of Faith. Hola. Hola, not gonna go there. Hold on, I'm gonna kick your butt. Uh, there, there's a term for things that like when things have lots of holes in them, it like makes you feel weird and it's like a weird phobia, which I can't remember Swiss the name. Swiss cheesia. They could, it actually, that is probably close to what it is. Um, <laughs> well, all right. So what do you think? You, you like, think signature, like a signature shot, a signature well, who knows? Dish? or signature uh, handwriting, like it could go any way. Signature. If, if you're Freddie, you're going to post your signature beer. This is what I'm saying. Signature, you know? Sort of a, a portrait of a person without showing the person. A if you want to go that way. What is or you could take a picture of somebody's, uh, the back bottom corner of somebody's check, you know? And then we can all copy the checks and steal all their money. I don't know. Signature? All right. I'm, I'm reluctant. I'm reluctant, but okay. I want to see where people go with it. All right. All right. All right. All right. Uh, and then, yeah, it's a good one. It's, it's better than you think it is, I think. All right. All right. So photographer of the week this week, uh, Alpha Castaldi. Alpha Castaldi. Yeah. Uh, like stuff. Italian guy, 1926 to 1995, uh, largely a uh, sort of fashion photographer kind of guy. Sure. Um, but if you look at this last, first wow. of all, this lovely work. work. Yeah, this is great. Um, oh, I, look at the dress with the steamer. Oh, yes. my gosh. Are you kidding me? Yeah, right. He has a whole series of, of like clothing on mannequins. Oh, and I love the one below it too, with the hands coming the hands out of the machine. That one almost feels Dan Wintersy. I was just going to say that. I was just going to say that. <laughs> That's like what Dan would build to do a, right. to do a shoot. Um, yeah. And like the, the women in the dresses up on top of the Jeep. Yes. Like up top. And then the top one where the women are all like flipping their heads back, you know, the like three a, women. Like a Stevie Nicks. Like it's a, like, yeah, it's like early Helmut Newton of, meets Stevie Nicks. Yeah, this is great. Great um, work. Italian guy. And then, okay, so then go to the last one, this latent modern link, right? Okay, got it. And uh, you scroll down a little bit. Oh, actually, and go into the print section. Okay, uh, uh, just a fair warning. The, the hero shot is uh, there's a, a naked girl yeah, there. The, the man has taken nudes. Right. So, uh, okay. So you know. sc- scroll down to prints. All right. Prince. You'll see so, like all the, all the cool stills and surrealism. Yep. I, see just, it. Okay. I see it. All right. And then you go down a little bit and then there's like a typology of, of fa- men's fashion from 1976 to 1980 Italian fashion, men's fashion. And it's like normal guys wearing their daily garb. And this guy went and shot typologies of it. That's cool. Right. Then you scroll yeah. down and you get to the cubist section. Apparently right. this stuff was done not collage and not photo collage, but that he actually somehow created uh, uh, cardboard masks. Oh, okay. So these are th- 3d objects. No, I think, I think he shot, I think that he took pictures using cardboard. I, I, I don't quite understand how he did it. Cause it says here, it says uh, research on photo cubism lasted for over a decade. Uh, it, it was a, it, they're multi, masked multiple exposures on eight by 10 sheet film. Huh. So he created masks and then put them somehow in front of the film, took pictures and then replaced the mask and took another picture. So he's basically creating photo collage on a single sheet of film. Interesting. Almost like, um, uh, uh, like the, 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 the woodcut, like a reduction lino cut type thing. Yes. Yes. Very much like that. Interesting. Isn't that weird? Yeah, I, I, like something I'd never really thought of, but totally, huh. totally cool. And he ends yeah. up creating these crazy cubist things. So essentially, he's he's creating a series of masks out of an eight by ten template. I'm assuming 
And then he's basically sticking those on the film as before he exposes, you know what I mean? Like puts them on, takes an exposure, right. swaps it out. I thought that was super cool. Maybe yeah, he does it. Maybe he's like created dark slides that he can put in right in front of the film mm-hmm. on a large format mm-hmm. camera. And he's oh, using that. Experimental nudes are wild. Yeah. And the then bottom. he's, yeah. And then he gets down and there's those dummy ones too. Um, but yeah, the crazy, some of the experimental nudes are really weird and shot on type 55. Um, I like there's the, in the nude section above, there's the lower left-hand corner of the woman with kind of curly hair. Yep. Just kind of about uh, the expression on her hand face. on hip. Yeah. Isn't that beautiful? Kind of a, kind of a Sophia Loren meets uh 1982 Sean Young. Yeah, I can see that. Yep. And uh, so a little bit of Rachel in there. So you're kind of talking like no way out kind of Sean Young. Yeah. Like post sort of post Blade Runner. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wonder. This is 1975. I wonder if this woman's still alive. So she'd be 41 years older than this. She'd probably be in her late 60s. Hmm. Um, I wonder what she looks like now. You know, I wonder if he like put this picture and took, like, if it, how how that beautiful. woman changed. Yeah, beautiful work. Good yeah. find. Where'd this come from? So just- I follow this. I you know. See now, I'm gonna shoot myself in the foot by even mentioning it. There's a guy who I started following on Instagram, who doesn't put up. I'm sorry. His, you follow him on where? Yeah, Instagram. Um, who doesn't put up his own stuff or rather I thought that it was his own stuff. And every, every time he put something up that I liked, I was like, Oh my God, that's amazing. What is is that? Andy Adams? Uh, no, Johnny Fout. J O H N Y F O U N T. Johnny, Johnny Fount. Johnny Fount. Uh, yeah, here we go. Follow. Wow. He's only got 289 followers. And he puts up random stuff by other photographers. Yeah, this is great. You know who else does that on Facebook? Carl Lavia. I Carl think Lavia? Yeah, okay. I think that's how you pronounce his name. I'll, I'll send you a link. Fantastic finds. Just sort of out of the blue random finds, but really wonderful. Yeah, so I've, I've found a number of really great photographers from this guy. Stuff I, you know, just obscure Italian, you know, portrait and, and fashion photographer from the 70s. Like, how the hell am I going to find that? You know, that's... yeah. Um, so anyway, I just thought this was uh, this really, really fun. Alpha Castaldi. Yeah, good stuff. Um, so yeah, good go stuff. check that out. Um, you got anything else? Oh, hey, uh, if you guys want to, uh, I am did a little side project I've got going on. Yep. Uh, called Ask Bill and Dan. A little side project podcast. Okay, let, me, let, me, let me see. Let me see if I can guess where this is going. So... You guys ask each other questions. Yeah. I, Bill asks, yeah, I ask Dan to ask me a question. So, Bill, what do you think? Yeah. I don't know, Dan. What do you think? But, Bill, um, what do you really think? Nice. Uh, new show, about 25 minutes an episode. Uh, it's like car talk for photographers. So, we, 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 somebody calls in and they ask a technical question, usually like, oh, what do you guys think about, for example, one of our questions was about, third-party lenses on Canon or Nikon cameras. Like, should you go buy that Sigma lens or stick with the Canon one or whatever? Uh, I have a question. Yep. If you don't know, are you really going to say you don't know or are you going to try and BS your way through it? Um, We answer the questions to the best of our abilities. Um, So, uh, I mean, there are times when we go, "Ah." hey, I don't really know, but we will look it up and we'll have a follow-up next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, we put links in the show notes or or what have you. I mean, we, 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 we have a general idea of what the questions are before we get asked, you know, so, you know, um, and we have done research before, but we've, we've done two episodes are about 25 minutes a piece, two questions per episode. So like 10 minutes a question. Um, and they're fun. And it's, uh, me and my friend, Dan Gottesman, who I used to do circuitous conversations with, 
who um, was, he and I were talking uh, two or three months ago and he was like, Oh, I think I want to do like tips on YouTube. And I was like, that'd be fun. You should, we should do a call in show and people asking questions about YouTube. uh, No, he wanted to do just like tips about tips, photo tips on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay. And and I said, well, you know, why don't we do, you know, resurrect circuitous and do sort of a call in thing where people can call in with technical questions. Cause Dan was a Mac genius and, and, all this kind of stuff at Apple and he's a digital tech now for a lot of photographers. And then I do the, the actual taking pictures side of it. So, so the two of us, uh, are, are a good little nerdy companion. It's sort of the, almost the exact opposite of this show in the sense that we're talking about all things technical and not really about the art, but, um, it's fun. It's like yin and yang. So anyway, ask Bill Wait, and Dan, who's, who's, which one are you? Go subscribe yin or yang. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I wait, is there, what is the yang, the darker side? Sure. Dan's, Dan's Dan's got darker hair than is, I am. I'll give is him Dan yang. the light. Are you you? I guess yeah. That's a good question. We'll have to figure that out. Anyway, new episodes on Fridays. Uh, if you have a question, uh, go to askmillandan dot so, and ask a question. So you're calling people? Are they? Are they? We're submitting in? questions on the Wait, on the, the website. Voice? What do you do? We we are submitting questions on the website, and then okay. uh, if we you know like your question or if it's you know interesting enough, uh, we set up a time and we do a Skype call. So right. Okay. Um, so that's, that's, that's how that's done. So it's, it's fun. So we've done, I don't know. We've, I have enough for like four episodes in the can and then we're going to record some more on Sunday. So if you got questions, uh, com, and you can, uh, oh, go ask a question. Anyway, new thing. Uh, anything else? Uh, well, new PD. Oh, what, what's the new one? I missed it. New PD coming up today. Uh, Ben Thomas. Oh, who we featured uh, as of, a photographer of the week of of the of the um, uh, secondary color uh, cool images. Yeah, chroma, anti-chroma, a session, really terrific bodies of work, and uh, a, a very interesting story of how it all happened. Is is he? Um, did he consciously uh, choose to use sort of pastel colors in that? The the chroma series, yes, it was very deliberate and okay. and and at the same time very accidental. Okay. Um, and he, the, the idea, it, it's not just post. There yeah. are specific shooting conditions that have to exist for for it to work. He's he's, uh, for example, he he tried to shoot some in Asia, and the air quality was so bad that that it just wasn't working. Oh, it wasn't like it has to be crisp, clean air, very lots specific of light and shoot and and air conditions, air quality conditions to make it work. Otherwise, yeah. it really ends up looking muddy. Yeah, I could see that. Like uh, everything has to be very sharp, I'd imagine. Yeah. Yep. Um, that's interesting. So he's coming up uh, hopefully today. It was going to go up yesterday, but, uh, you know, snow, that kind of thing. And then uh, the next episode is uh, is uh, probably a couple weeks away. Um, and it's someone that we've mentioned on the show today. That's all I'm going to say. Super. So. Excellent. Yeah. So uh, uh, those will be up on, on iTunes and, and at my site. You know, this is a question for you. Yep. Should I do, I've been debating on this. Should I do a process driven or this is process driven.com or should I just do it all on my own site? I'm leaning towards just having everything linked from my own site because you're going to find it in a podcatcher anyway. I will tell you that as someone who listens to a lot of podcasts, I hardly ever go to their sites. And if, if I click on show links, it's always in the show notes in the podcatcher, right? Like right, an overcast. Right, right. Yeah. Um, that's, that's kind of what I'm leaning towards. I don't but, want to, but you and I are maintain. probably more, um, yeah, no, no, no. I mean, you're, you're putting up on Jeffrey Sidoris blog, 
right now? They're, they're just, they'll be on jeffreysedoris.com slash process. Yeah. So what's, so, what's the difference? I mean, it's not, yeah. it's not like the domain's going to drive traffic. That's you know? the thing. That's the thing. And right. I, like I said, I don't, I don't need another, another WordPress installation or Squarespace sure. install to maintain. Yep. I completely understand. Cause that. I'm busy, man. <laughs> Aren't we all? Well, for, for the next few days, I'm going to be busy digging snow. So. Yeah. Be careful of your back, by the way. And, yes. and all, all the things about like heart attacks, they're not fooling around. I take breaks. Snow gets heavy. Breaks. Hey, please tell me, what did you, what did you think? My, my face plant into the snow, my video that I put uh, up. On. I saw it. Um, it's I, pretty I, funny, right? I, I liked your, your, did you get a lot of snow up your shirt? Cause you got a little midriff showing when you were in the air. When I dove, man, I dove, yeah. I went for it. Was it, was it cold? I wanted to dive off the roof, but I was, I was, I think that's a bad idea. Strongly advised not to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> From people who have dealt with snow before <laughs> or, or, you know, the idea that you can't get to the hospital if, and when I should break something. Have they actually, you know, uh, my sister, as an aside who lives in Arlington, um, lives on a hill and it's sort of a intersection of a hill and another hill. Like it kind of goes up in two different directions next to her house. Okay. And apparently, uh, last, whatever it was Wednesday, when you guys had a little bit of like an ice storm, Mm -hmm. um, there were her and her husband sat up in their bed and watched accidents happen. Oh, four geez. car like this is like a little tiny back road in the middle of nowhere, but like four car pileups because people it was all ice and there was no sand on the roads and people were oh, trying to wow. get up the hills and then kind of sliding backwards into each other and all kinds of stuff. A woman came, slammed into a telephone pole, had to came to their house in the middle of the night asking for water while the police were coming and Oh my gosh. Yeah, like all hell breaking loose. And I was like, Man, you you guys down south it's you know in the morning on, I guess, what it was, a Saturday morning, I, you know, people were driving around. I'm like, what the hell are you people doing in your cars? Like, unless your parent is dying and somebody needs to get to the hospital or something. Yeah. Like, there is absolutely no reason to be driving right now. I, I uh, like, put your car down and walk the, away. Yeah, I walked to the market yesterday, which is I think the, the, the Safeway is, I don't know, a couple miles. But it and it, there are a few areas where it's still not. Uh, yeah. like uh, snow, snow blown, snow blow, snow blown, snow blown. Yeah, cleared. Uh, cl- yeah, but not, not, not like. Are the we talking about the sidewalks? Or are we talking about yeah, the sidewalks? Sidewalks. Okay, sure. There, there are some like there are this network of of padded down trenches that sure. sort of connect yep. the the on yeah. the minor streets that connect yeah. the major streets. It's almost like World War One. It's fascinating. <laughs> no, it, it really, is. It is as, fascinating. As someone who has has never, I mean, we had a cabin at, up in Big Bear growing up, right? But it was it wasn't. It wasn't my home. It wasn't where I lived. You still had to drive to the cabin, to right. the snow. So it's very surreal to to uh, wake up and, and look out the backyard and there's three feet of snow blanketing the entire backyard. Yeah. I mean, still can't get the back door open because right. there's too yeah. much snow. Yeah. The, I, I wish that people – it's the nice thing about sort of the Northeast in general is that like unless you really have to go somewhere, you can just hunker down and everyone will be all right. You know, just like, just don't drive, just don't go anywhere, shovel it out, hang out, watch Netflix, you know, stay safe. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it was good. And my, you know, my mother's putting up pictures from Bangkok where it's all hot and whatever. Well, what are you going to do? Uh, uh, can I ask a a quick question? Sure. Do you know anything about Apple TV? Um, I know that I will never own one. What would you like to know? Well, I'm, I'm curious. The new one has apps. I know that. Right. The new one has apps. I'm curious, and I, I probably could do some digging around and looking, but for, for other than, than Netflix, 
can you can you subscribe to like can I subscribe to HBO or Showtime just through Apple TV or is that is that an additional subscription on top of you have to already be a subscriber on cable? Oh no, I think you can you know you can well certain ones you can buy separately. You could do HBO Go or Now. I forget which one is which. I think HBO Now is the one you can buy separately. So like if you want to watch Game of Thrones, you can just subscribe to HBO on your computer or on Apple TV and you can pay the whatever 15 bucks a month. Yeah, you can do that okay. now. Okay. I don't know that it's true for every station, but I know that it's true of HBO and Showtime and I think, you know, a bunch a handful of others. Mhm. Yeah. Why is that yeah, what you're thinking? I- well, I I like the idea of uh, the thing is, if you a, add that all up and you buy 10 stations, you're spending more than you would spend just getting the damn cable. <laughs> well, I wouldn't buy 10. I mean, right, I, well, that's I, the and thing. I, I wish that they would add Amazon Prime Video, which I'm which uh, they're not going to do. Why would I, they? It's their direct not. competition. Well, yeah, but in, in although they, ways, add, they add it, Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. So I guess is that Amazon stopping that from happening because they want you to buy fire TVs? Yeah, I'm not sure. And now, if the if I have an app on my phone or iPad, yeah, will that app work on the TV, or is that a separate purchase, or does it have to be uh, engineered separate, for the? No, they're specific. The there's a special API for the TV. I know that much. So I have to. I would have to. Like, if there's a game that I dig on my phone, I'd have to buy it again for the TV. I think it might. No, because a lot of stuff isn't. It's like it's it's sort of a different platform. It's not oh. like everything that works on your phone works on the TV. It's like there's a there's an Apple TV platform which is based upon ios but i think it's a completely different set of apps but is it is it in the universal in the sense that you can you can make an app that'll work both on phone and ipad so can they make an app that'll work phone, phone iPad, ipad and tv and, TV and be updated it, to run all three uh, i i do not know for sure but i imagine probably but i imagine that most people aren't going to do it i know that marco mentioned on uh on atp um, accidental tech podcast that he was looking into doing a version of overcast for the Apple TV. And mm-hmm. then he was like, this is just a waste of time. I'm not going to do it. Cause no one's going to use it. So I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. You're going to buy an Apple TV. Not if it doesn't do what I want it to do. I mean, I, I do everything through my computer, through a projector. So adding a whole other layer, like I don't have a TV to plug anything into, you know? Yeah. Um, everything I have right now is running through a PS three still because i don't have a ps4 but i'd like one can you do can you do amazon tv through the ps3 yes okay well then why not just keep using that is the interface that bad uh the interface isn't too bad i like the idea of being able to search across all platforms but again if they don't have amazon tv amazon and and netflix are my two go-tos for for movies and tv yeah um so yeah i was just curious about it thought you might know uh i do not know for sure but i know that I know that it is its own platform. I don't think that they currently have the Amazon thing. I wonder if I, uh, maybe I'll write in to ask Bill and Dan and see if they know. <laughs> <laughs> see what I did there? That was nice. I like that. All right. All right. Actually, maybe Dan would know because he was a he was former Apple guy, Apple yeah, genius yeah. guy. He, he was. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. I'm sure actually he probably would be able to know or we can right. certainly do research for it. Hey, by the way, uh, agfascala.com, real time follow up. Uh, there is a place, the DR5 lab, that will both sell you Scala and process it, apparently. Wait, Scala is still available? Well, they bought up a pile of it, and then they're selling it and selling processing. However, the processing only 120 is 1450 a roll plus, um, huh. plus other stuff. 
So that's not five. DR is DR five processing, but there is a so way you're to looking do it. at probably twenty five dollars a roll. Yeah, and then the whatever the film cost you for the, it's not. It's, this is not a good thing to do money wise. You know. Yeah. This is a good thing to do because you happen to have Scala lying around. You want to get it processed. Mm-hmm. Um, they're in Des Moines, Iowa. Yeah, DR five Chrome. The, the the processing lab. Yep. Yeah. DR5.com. Apparently they still they still do uh they still do Scala, which is crazy. Yeah. Anyway, real time follow up. If you want to get a hold of us, podcast at ontakingpictures.com. Uh we are at Bill Wadman at uh Jeffrey Sidoris on Twitter and Wait, did Instagram. we have anything that was uh somebody else, somebody wrote in? What were they? Um well, I'll give the thing while you find that. And you can send us a voicemail, 347-687-9411. And uh, we love getting voicemails. Yeah. Uh, so hey, uh, maybe next week, though, have a little more info on uh, a purported four-inch iPhone. Yeah, what do you think about that? If Okay, what do I think about it? Real quick. If it was the same specs as the new one, you'd get the small one. If it was the same specs as the new one with the, the 5S case, yes, I would go back to that in a heartbeat. Yeah. I love that form factor almost as much as I love the 4S that came before it, but the 5 is still a nice... I like that squared chiseled off. I like that chamfered oh, okay. edge. Yeah, it's not, you're not going to get that. You're going to get this, a smaller version of the 6 with a slower processor. I think that's what your end, end game is. Hmm. See what I'm saying? Well, then, I, then I don't want it. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I like the small one too, although when you feel one now, it feels really small. I bet. I don't know if you've yeah. done that. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> they feel tiny. Anyway, just put that out there. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. We will talk to you later. Yep. Talk to you next week. Have a great week. Going on and on the way we are for so long. To any fool, it's plain to see something's wrong. This way, say what you want to say. Though I know your words will lay me out, so I can hear you think out loud. Going through your thoughts the way. Say what you wanna say I know what you will say Will